From the land of frozen lakes, this is 10,000 Takes. Brought to you by Minnesota Score Radio. Wally and Eric back for yet another day. Slice and dice the always busy, always topical, super saturated Twin Cities sports scene. And Wally, it is a snowy Tuesday, 32, the high on the thermometer, 27, the low. And it's going to uh, keep snowing until Wednesday. So uh, we have a winter storm warning in the Twin Cities, Minnesota. So be careful if you're on the roadways. And of course, the dominant topic today, uh, incredibly tragic situation last night in Cincinnati where Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin uh, suffered cardiac arrest in that game against Cincinnati. And the game uh, has been postponed and uh, not even sure if they're going to make it up, but uh, just yeah. a bizarre night in Southern Ohio and a very sad one as well. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is secondary, obviously, to um, Hamlin's health. And and let's hope and pray that he uh, he does come back and is, you know, <laughs> is able to lead a normal life. Um, but uh, the NFL has I, I don't think they're going to make it up. I just think that they're going to go They're going to make a, a decision to just go on winning percentage because I don't know how you do it. You push everything back another week. I mean, the only the only option they would have. And, and again, this is really splitting hairs here would be to eliminate the uh, the week between this, the week off between the Super Bowl, push everything back a week and play one game. And it would be Buffalo and Cincinnati all by itself, you know, what was supposed to be wildcard weekend. And I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think they just canceled it all together, Eric. And I, it's the right thing. They did the right thing last night. I know there were people that are critical. It took them an hour to make the decision. But I, I think that the coaches and players had to get together to make that decision. And they did. And they did the right thing. Unlike and, and it drove me crazy last night listening to um, a lot of the uh, broadcasters saying, well, this is unprecedented to have, you know, this situation. I thought, no, it's not. <laughs> 1971. And you and I both remember it. Um, I remember when it happened, um, when uh, Chuck Hughes of the uh, Detroit Lions um, went to the ground right at the feet of Dick Butkus and didn't get up. And he died right there. And they, they, they finished the game. I mean, they brought him to the hospital immediately, obviously, uh, but the Lions and the Bears finished the game. And I think that that is a regretful moment in NFL history. And fortunately, last night, um, they did not finish the game. They decided to postpone and uh, I, I see, I think ultimately cancel. Yeah, a, a catastrophic event and the game's on ABC. So a good chunk of the nation is watching. And the game became secondary, you know, almost right away. This right. was a different kind of situation. Uh, you hate to see the one where the guy might be paralyzed or, uh, you know, blows out his knee or the Joe Theismann type of injury. Th those are horrible as well. But this was different. Guy collapses. He has cardiac arrest. You're not sure if he's going to survive. And the NFL has had to learn some hard lessons historically. You go back to the, when JFK was shot. Then Commissioner Pete Rosell says, we're going to play games the following Sunday. Right. And they took a lot of heat for that. And I think the NFL has learned these lessons through the decades. When 9-11 happened, they canceled the games right away a few days later. And the rest of sports followed like dominoes. So in this case, it was clearly the right thing to do. And our sympathies, thoughts, and prayers to DeMar Hamlin and his family. We hope 
he gets better fast. And Eric, joining us now in the Zoom room to talk a little bit about more about what we uh, saw last night in Cincinnati is Paul Mendoza. He is a longtime EMT from North Memorial, 33 years to be exact, and uh, also um, is the president of Advanced First Aid, and they distribute um, these uh, defibrillators all over the great state of Minnesota and throughout the area. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining us. First of all, when you saw what was going on on the field last night as you're watching this football game, uh, what's the first thing that, that you thought of and what first came to your mind when, when you knew that it was uh, more serious than just a guy going down? Well, I, I had the game on in the background. I didn't see it until I uh, received messages from some of my friends who said, did you see that hit? And then I started watching the TV. And as I saw the replay, um, usually uh, cardiac arrest in young adult children is not uncommon. It happens thousands of times a year. So I wasn't surprised to see that. After I watched the video two or three times and started to see DeMar uh, collapse, that's when I realized right away that it was, or in my opinion, that it was a, a cordial cordis. And Paul, I've been reading the Buffalo News for two days now. Uh, they are saying that the on-field treatment by the first responders for DeMar Hamlin was phenomenal. Another headline in the Buffalo News says, a constellation of incredibly bad luck is what happened to DeMar Hamlin, where he's hit, gets up, and then collapses. What do you read into a constellation of incredibly bad luck with this being a CPR issue? Well, I, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's science. So if that's bad luck, then I guess it could be bad luck. But um, commodio cordis is not uncommon. It doesn't happen on a regular basis, but if you go to uh, a website called parentheartwatch.org, and on there you will find a grassroots group organization of started by parents who have lost children, young adults to children uh, in cardiac arrest, death, and some of those are great, you know, amount of those is due to commodio cordis. Um, from baseball, baseball bats to the chest, baseballs to the chest, you know, any type of trauma to the chest, the cross is very common as well. And I think that um, that's just going to happen, unfortunately. I think that is bad luck, but I think what is good luck and also science is how you correct it. And correcting it um, is about being prepared. And usually in emergencies like this, and if you were listening to ESPN last night uh, when this was happening and afterwards how all of those um, journalists have never seen anything like that. But as an EMT, I've seen this um, several times. And um, so I can see why they're all shocked because they're not used to this. But really, EMTs are trained to handle this to recognize the emergency, which is uh, cardiac arrest, which means the victim was probably clinically dead at that point. And the only treatment for that is to begin CPR immediately. But CPR itself isn't going to resuscitate those situations. That's actually a different, uh, you know, a shock from a defibrillator. Now, I uh, during the video, I didn't see that occur. Um, I didn't see the CPR occur, but I heard that other people saw it. So I believe it happened. And we don't, as far as I know, unless uh, there has been some recent news, um, we don't know for sure that it was commodio cordis, but that's obviously what it, what it looks like. So I think that um, the EMTs there, uh, if that's what it was or whatever they did, it's, it, they did a great job. And to me, that's not as much good luck. It's just being prepared and knowing what to do. And the defibrillator, if in fact this is the case, the defibrillator saved his life. Yes. Yeah. If, if he had it. I mean, I didn't see that though. So well, that's what it would take. Yep. 
And if they're prepared, as you suggest they are, and it seems to me that they would be, then, you know, unlike what um, Chuck Hughes went through back in 1971 uh, with the Lions, he died right on the field and there was no such treatment. Correct. And if you if you follow the NHL, because um, there's been several cases in the last several years, who was the uh, wild player that died in Russia? Zoltok, was that his name? I can't remember. But there's been several United States NHL games where hockey players have gone into cardiac arrest, not necessarily due to commodity chorus, but another, you know, another medical emergency, which caused ventricular fibrillation, which the only treatment is defibrillation. And I know, I think all of them, except for the one I know, was resuscitated right, right there on the, on the bench or wherever the, the victim collapsed. And it's about being prepared. Yeah, exactly, Paul. And you have to give the NFL credit in the fact that at every game, they not only have an ambulance and EMT people on site, they have a designated hospital where they can get the, uh, you know, the patient to as fast as they possibly can. In this case, it was the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. So this is something that before every game is planned out. So the NFL does have contingency plans. It's a worst case scenario, but uh, they were able to act very fast, weren't they? Yes, Yes, I think that uh, I, I've seen this before as I watch the, uh, again, we, we didn't see, you know, we can't see the victim's face when, when this happened, but you can see the, the athletic trainers or, or EMTs or whoever were there right away, you know, we're assessing him and you can see them waving for more help and more equipment, which is appropriate. You know, I don't know at what point the, the ambulance was summoned to the field because that's extremely rare. I mean, as a, you know, as a paramedic for all those years, you know, I've been on a football field a few times, you know, and you don't normally go onto the field, uh, you know, unless it's extremely serious. So that's, that was another sign that it was really serious. So it sounds like everyone, um, you know, according to the video, did a great job. And um, sometimes one of the hardest things to do in these situations is identifying what you're seeing. And people um, will see cardiac arrest. They've never seen it before, so they're not familiar. Their eyes, um, they, they don't trust what their eyes are telling them. And Oftentimes reaction is this can't be real. This can't be real. This can't be real. Um, and it is real. And the sooner they accept that and start acting, the more likely the person is going to be resuscitated. Well, Paul, we appreciate your insight and your expertise in this. Um, I know it's a, uh, you know, it's difficult for, as you said, for folks to watch on television, but uh, uh, it really is uh, nice to know that there are things that can be done. And uh, we do appreciate you spending some time with us. Sure. If I could make one more comment, I think that this is something that I hopefully it sounds like the world has seen over and over. And this is this is due to um, the NFL, as big as it is, that people saw this. But these emergencies happen everywhere. I have a lot of AED clients that have like youth sports programs that have had commodity cordis, you know, baseball bats to the, you know, to the chest, you know, accidentally a kid swings a bat. And these are all children usually. Um, like I said earlier, lacrosse or a baseball um, or any type of, you know, something hit to the chest. And when parents and grandparents, um, when we go to coaches, uh, referees, when they go to these sporting events, um, I hope that they enter this building realizing that this could be a day that there's an emergency. And I hope that they're looking for where the AED is. So when the emergency occurs, they have an idea of where to go get it. And if your uh, youth athletic sports program or, um, you know, venue does not have an AED, we'd like to see you guys, uh, you know, talk to management and try to get an AED installed. Because really, uh, as a paramedic, we have a saying here at my company, don't wait for the help, you need to become the help. And the only way you can become the help 
is by being prepared with uh, CPR training and having AED, waiting for 911 to arrive, you know, by calling 911, waiting for an ambulance to, to arrive or first responders results in death like greater than 99% of the time. Um, and that's how I got into the AD business actually is because I realized being a paramedic, uh, it just took us too long. So I hope uh, people that are listening today and really uh, give some heartfelt thought to what I just said is go back to your community and make sure that your, that, that your uh, venue or park or association has an AD and it's in working order and that you get regular training. Thank you. Nice meeting you, Mr. Nelson. Paul, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Take care. That's Paul Mendoza uh, from North Memorial here on 10K Takes, your sports ticket.